Greetings. Welcome to Average Joe's Fantasy. I'm your host, Steve Nordyke. We're ready to rock and roll. Let's do this thing. Let's get excited. Average Joe's time. We just finished up our trade deadline. Most leagues now should have trades closed. And I was active. Boy, was I active. I also had my first league go into the playoffs. And I got crushed. So that was great. (laughs) Uh, Let's get started here. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Email me. AVG Joe's Fantasy at Yahoo.com. AVG Joe's Fantasy at Yahoo.com. Any kind of uh, advice you need. You know, want to tell me about a trade? You want to tell me about something you're looking at? Ask me about uh, some players on the wire. Ask me about what you can do to improve, how you can improve. You know, shoot me a line. You know, the worst I can say is, uh, probably the worst I could say is my what I would do. <laughs> I'm, I, I'll probably tell you what I think you should do. If I tell you what I'm going to do, then you'll probably lose in the playoffs like I just did. So let me give you a little recap of my teams here. I don't have them written down. I think uh, my Roto teams, I still have first, first, second, third, uh, fifth, and I think another fourth. Two of them bounce back one spot. My best Roto team is the one that has the highest points, and they're in fourth or fifth. They have like 82 points, and they're in fifth. It's a really uh, top-heavy league. Uh, my worst head-to-head league, the one that just flamed out. I, it's my own fault, really. I wasn't paying attention to the settings. Didn't realize it until like a week, a couple days before. I already used my pickups, and I couldn't prepare myself for the week. I was trying, I was trying foolishly to finish in the top three, so I could get a better opponent. You know, I should have just uh, mailed it in and started planning for the playoffs, which is what I usually do. But I, I was kind of caught off guard. And I wasn't able to wasn't able to get starters for that Monday, and you know I it just uh, I lost I lost strikeouts. Really, Max Scherzer is to blame because if I had Scherzer, I would have won, but I didn't. So I had to rely on every uh, every jack hole on the wire, and they didn't help me help me out at all. So thanks, Max Scherzer, for being on the injured list. So that one is now done. I was the fourth ranked team going into the playoffs. I lost to the fifth ranked team. Five to eight, uh, or six to eight, it was six to eight. So that wasn't great. If I would have had strikeouts, I would have tied seven to seven and would have won. The team was just terrible. It's really upsetting. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> I got in. Uh, let me tell you about my trades first. Tell you about the trades I made during the during the during the deadline week. I'll tell you about a couple of trades that were made in my leagues, and a couple of listeners sent me in some of their trades for some for you know some uh, analysis. So we'll talk about those as well. Uh, so first, let me go into the trades. I traded uh, Aquino and Bumgarner for Will Smith on a team that I desperately need saves. You know, I I, I do that all the time. I pick up somebody. Uh, I can flip Bichette as well. I'll talk about it in a second. I love when they build up a little bit of value, and I can move them. It's Crushed me once when I traded uh, my worst trade ever. When I traded, what the hell's his name? Aaron Judge for Brandon Marr. When Judge had like nine home runs, I wanted to hit like fifty, like forty-five more. Uh, his rookie year, but I'm happy with my return on that. Will Smith, I desperately need saves. I can move up. I can move up four spots in saves really with Will Smith. So we'll see how that worked out. Bumgarner, I think, is a replaceable player. Uh, Aquino, it really depends how how well he does. But I'm happy with that trade. 
I traded Nelson Cruz for Whit Merrifield on the day that Cruz got hurt. I was sending out offers. All I have Cruz on two teams. I was sending out offers to everybody in the league for Cruz because, like I mentioned, you know, get these guys while they're on a hot streak, and that's as hot of a hot streak as you can get. So I dealt him for Merrifield on a team that I'm like a three in stolen bases. I traded for Trey Turner the week before, and then I, you know, so I was looking for more steals. So I figured Cruz for Merrifield was pretty fair, and they're both ranked right around the same. And then that night it comes out, it comes out that Cruz's wrist is uh, got a problem. And now it's like a torn tendon in his wrist, which is pretty bad. Trade still went through, which was great. But I also have Cruz on one of my head-to-head teams that's in first. So that's going to hurt that team. But Cruz for Merrifield, I'm happy with that. I traded Doolittle and Kershaw for Trevor Story on a team that I'm like a 5, 4, and 5 in all the hitting categories. So I, 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 needed, some, I needed some power. I needed some speed, some runs. Every, everything Story brings to the table, I needed. Kershaw has had a great year. Doolittle got blown up the other day, and I do need saves in that team. So you know, I, I picked up two couple of these guys off of uh, off of the wire. I, traded, I picked up Leclerc. I picked up uh, Archie Bradley. So it gave me a little bit of uh, flexibility to make that kind of a trade. Doolittle has more name recognition than Bradley and, and Leclerc, so he's got more value. So he's one that went away. I traded Bo Bichette and Robbie Ray for Jacob Degrom, which I think is a freaking steal. That team, I'm dead last in ERA and in WHIP, so that is going to help a lot. I traded Michael Brantley and Brad Hand for Mookie Betts. Another one of these big trades where I picked up, I think three guys off the wire. I think I picked up the guy in Seattle, Bass, plus Leclerc, plus Bradley, gives me more flexibility to deal Brad Hand who I traded for earlier in the season. Brantley's a nice, you know, top 75 outfielder, top 75 player, but he's not Mookie Betts. And I traded Tommy Pham for James Paxton. Fam is basically, you know, he's on my bench and I cycle him in when I need him. But Paxton is going to be an impact starter with strikeouts, high upside strikeouts for this head-to-head league. That's going to help a lot. And today he got a win for me. And like over strikeout or inning. So I think that's a win. I think I did pretty well at the deadline. I was super active. You know, I put my money where my mouth is. You know, go out and make trades. Go out and make bold trades. Go out and put, you know, solid offers on the table. And uh, I think I did that. So I think I'm going to win most of these trades. And what I'm, I'm most concerned about I don't know, Aquino and Bumgarner, I guess. I mean, if Will Smith starts to, starts to stink and Aquino just keeps mashing, then maybe. But I think I did pretty well in those trades. Two of them that were made in my leagues, Jeff McNeil for Kenley Jansen, which I thought was pretty fair, and Yasmani Grandal for Cole Hamels. I'd much rather have Grandal. He's, he's a lot more valuable as a catcher. My leagues were really not active very much. I mean, other than me making trades left and right, nobody else really did much. I got a trade from Paul. Uh, one of our listeners, he traded uh, Eduardo Escobar and Gary Sanchez for Freeman and Paxton. That's a, you know, I think that's a pretty good trade. It really depends on what is needed. I mean, obviously he wanted strikeouts with Paxton. So I think in that regard, I mean, he gets high strikeouts with Paxton. It's a top 10 player in Freeman. Losing Escobar, who's kind of on a little bit of a struggle. I mean, Escobar's still hitting home runs, so he's still a top 40 player, really. Gary Sanchez is arguably the number one catcher. It's the, I mean, you're going to get average with Freeman. You're going to get some runs. You're going to get RBIs. You're going to get Ks with Paxton. I think it's a pretty fair trade, like a 5-5 five to five trade. It's going to depend on the health of Sanchez moving forward and if Escobar continues to slump. So I think Freeman will be fine. I think Paxton will be just what Paxton is. You know, a 3-7-5 ERA over a strikeout an inning. Decent amount of wins. 
So it, it's, I think it's a 5-5 five, five now. It could potentially go up in your favor. Maybe like you could win it like 7-3, depending, again, how Sanchez and Escobar do down the stretch. Another one we got was a kind of a big one. Chris, I listener Chris, sent out. He traded he traded away Ketel Marte, Hunter Dozier, Christian Yelich, Kenley Jansen, and Mike Clevenger. So Ketel Marte, Hunter Dozier, Yelich, Jansen, and Clevenger. And got Bellinger, Arenado, Jordan Alvarez, who I always call Jordan Alvarez, and Matt Boyd. Now, the best player in the trade he uh, is is Yelich, barely by over Bellinger. So I think Yelich and Bellinger are pretty much a wash. Bellinger's first base eligible, which maybe he needed a first baseman. Arenado is better than, in my opinion, Cattell Marte and Dozier together. I think. Jordan Alvarez, really, I mean, he's been a monster. And he could have just a monster second half of the year, which really could put him up at the top of the draft board next year. So he, I don't think he's as good as Clevenger. I think I'd rather have Clevenger and Jansen than uh, Jordan Alvarez. And Matt Boyd, I, I have him on my Votto list this week. I think he got the short end of the stick a little bit, but you got positions that you, you need. I mean, you, you traded, traded for positions. So basically... You got a great first baseman, a great third baseman, a possibly great outfielder, and a strikeout kind of strikeout artist in Boyd. But you traded away a lot. I think Cattell Marte has been really, really good. Yelich has been the best, really the best player overall, or top two players overall. Jansen's a solid closer, hasn't been quite himself, but still is a top tier closer. And Clevenger has been just outstanding. So I think you got the short end of this one a little bit. Hunter Dozier's also, he's a, I mean, he's a fine player. I wouldn't mind starting Dozier at first or third or utility in any of my leagues, you know, because he's been doing pretty good. So I think you probably, right now, looks like, I'm sorry to say, Chris, you're losing this trade, even though you got, it's it's hard to say. I'd love Bellinger and Arenado. I think you got bigger names. Maybe lost the war. (laughs) I don't know. I would put you at like a 4-6. It's going to depend on how well, Cattell Marte and Kenley Jansen do down the stretch. Plus, Yelich has been injured. I don't know. Maybe it's even. Maybe it's pretty even. I don't think you, I don't think you got hosed. I don't think you hosed the other person. But I think it's pretty even. Of course, I feel like when I make an even trade, it's like I'm getting hosed because I hate making even trades. I'm the guy that nobody wants to trade with. <laughs> uh, so that's our trade deadline action. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was pretty busy. Glad some of you sent me in some of your trades. Thank you for that. Keep the emails coming. Uh, we appreciate it. I, uh, I was going to mention right off the bat, straight straight into the show. I'll tell you a little story real quick. Sorry, a little, a little, <laughs> a little interlude into this fantasy madness. I uh, just got a new car the other day, and I never listened to the radio ever in any of my vehicles I've ever driven. I don't listen to music. It's just not my thing. So when I drive, it's silent. And it drives people crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird, but it's silent. And I started listening to podcasts like a year and a half ago, a year ago, and I'll mix it up with a podcast every now and then, just you know, because I want to listen to whatever. So I got this car has a Sirius XM trial. All right, cool. So I started listening to ESPN Radio, and you know this is all right. You know I can listen to what's uh was what it Wingo and Wingo and Golick, and this is you know it's not bad. They talk about fantasy football stuff and baseball stuff and basketball, and that's you know, cool. It's fine. Listen to it, you know, for ha- I, I drive by the way an hour to work each way, so I have plenty of time and silence in the car. It's nice to have something once in a while to listen to. So 
I got this Sirius XM. First time I've ever listened to it. And first of all, I didn't know those commercials. I thought it was commercial free. Anyways, so I listened to the ESPN radio. And I listened to a show from uh, Kane, Will Kane, the Will Kane show. And I never heard of him before. I never heard of the show. I never heard of him. But I noticed immediately that like every like three minutes, he's always mentioning his show. Yeah, you know, I want to I thank. Uh, yeah, we got we got Tom Brady coming in here on the Will Kane show today. Thanks, Tom Brady, for coming on the Will Kane show today. Uh, Tom, what do you want to talk about today? Then two minutes later, you know, he's, he's like, "Yeah, I'll be right back here on the Will Kane show." And then you come back from come back from commercial. Uh, thanks for coming, turning back into the Will Kane show. This is Will Kane and the Will Kane show. We got uh, we got Adam Schefter on ESPN. Adam, thanks for joining us on the Will Kane show today. Adam, what do you have for the Will Kane show today? And it's just. Every time he says it, it's like over and over again. Like I, I didn't realize maybe to make it big in radio, you have to mention your show every like two minutes. Maybe that's something that I've been doing wrong. So today we're gonna for the rest of the episode we're gonna Will Kane it up a little bit because you know I want to make it big. I want to be like Will Kane. I want to hear heard coast to coast. You know, help all the average Joes out there. So thanks everybody for joining us on Average Joes today with Steve Nordyke. We're gonna talk uh, today. We're gonna get into basically next next year's rankings. Paul, a listener of this, of uh, Average Joe's Fantasy Games with Steve Nordyke, Paul sent an email in asking me what did I think about next year's first round. I mean, who did he, he asked? I forgot the words. I didn't write it down. But uh, the gist was, who, who are my first rounders next year? So I started. I said, you know, this is interesting. I don't really talk about stuff like that very often on the uh, Average Joe's podcast with Steve Nordyke. So I figured I'll put together a first round, and man, it's tough. So then I went. And put together a second round and a third round on Average Joe's Fantasy Games with Steve Nordyke. So we have, right now, my very preliminary uh, round one, two, and three fantasy baseball next year. My rankings. This is pretty cool. I was uh, excited to do it on the Average Joe's podcast with Steve Nordyke uh, for you guys today. So here we go. And now some of these, I mean, it's pretty pretty challenging. You know, it's, it's not as easy as I thought doing that. So I have the first three picks really can be interchangeable. Trout, Acuna, and Yelich. Trout because he's Trout. Acuna because he steals like crazy and he's a star. And Yelich because he's mashing bombs. His back injury thing, I think, is why I put him second. Why I put him third. Uh, Acuna could really go number one. So Trout, Acuna, Yelich. I have bets at four, which I think might be a little high. I think it might be a little high for him. So he might actually end up bumping down, but whatever. So bets four. Bellinger five. And those could be flipped around. Freddie Freeman, 6th. Francisco Lindor, 7th. Nolan Arenado, 8th. Verlander, ninth, Pete Alonso, 10th. Tatis Jr., 11th. And Max Scherzer, 12th. 12-team Roto League. So that's my round one here on Average Joe's Fantasy Podcast with Steve Nordyke. And I think Alonso was probably my most difficult choice. I mean, I, I actually, I had... I mean, this whole draft can really be called the rise of the infielder. I mean, there's a middle infielders like crazy. There's third baseman. There's first baseman. There's not a lot of outfielders. You know, it's really a middle infielder centric here at the top of this these first couple of rounds. We you know we have Lindor going seventh, and it could be you could have Lindor. You could have a whole bunch of second base and shortstops after him. I think he's got to be the top one, probably. But like I said, they can be pretty interchangeable. So let's talk about round two here on Average Joe's podcast with Steve Nordyke. I'm sorry. I just make the loud noise. It's okay. My daughter made a loud noise on the Average Joe's podcast here with Steve Nordyke. It was 
Oh, her, her, her puppy Sky did that she dropped on the floor. Okay. Now, round two on the Average Joe's podcast with Steve Nordyke. In leading off round two, I have Raphael Devers, Trevor Story, Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, Anthony Rendon, Jacob DeGrom, Adalberto Mondesi, J.D. Martinez, Jose Ramirez, Javier Baez, Chris Sale, and Garrett Cole. And that is the round two projection for next year on the Average Joe's Podcast with Steve Nordyke. And really, I mean, there's a lot of infielders here. Boy, there's a ton. I mean, Devers, Story, Turner, Bogarts, Rendon, Mondesi, Jose Ramirez, Baez. They're all infielders. There's not, I mean, there's one. J.D. Martinez, outfielder. That's it. You know, and a couple pitchers. I think Mondesi, I think Mondesi has to go in round two. I mean, he, he was doing magnificently until he got hurt. You could, I mean, maybe he goes round three, but I think he's going to go up there. I think someone's going to take him. Once all these speed burners start going, I mean, Jose Ramirez, you could argue he could go a little bit higher because of the, because of the speed. I think Trey Turner is going to go there a name alone. You know, he was really a top five pick in most drafts this year. He hasn't really done what he should have been doing this year. He should, he should have been crushing and stealing bases like crazy. He's not. Um, but I still have him. I still have him pretty high in round two. Uh, Chris Sale, bottom around two. I think that's fair. He was, uh, you know, a, a top 15 pick. So maybe a little bit of a discount in round two for him next year. I think Garrett Cole starts to ascend to that ace level. Just like Max Scherzer going around round one, pick 12. Max was having a sublime year until he until he hurt his back. And it's going to depend on how, I mean, if he doesn't pitch well the rest of the year, maybe he's shut down the rest of the year, he might make a little bit more of a discount on Max. But he's really, he's got to be the first pitcher off the, well, maybe the second pitcher off the board behind Verlander. You know, you're going to have Verlander, Scherzer, Sale, Cole, DeGrom, all in this group of, of aces. I don't really see anybody else that's going to enter that group yet. I don't see Bueller ascending there. Um, Clevenger, no. I just don't see it. Uh, so that's round two. Round three here on the Average Rose Podcast with Steve Nordyke. We got Vlad Jr., Aaron Judge, Anthony Rizzo, Alex Bregman, Bryce Harper, Jose Altuve, Chris Bryant, Starling Marte, Walker Bueller, DJ LeMayhew, Juan Soto, and Manny Machado. Or Josh Bell, or Steven Strasburg, or Cattell Marte. I couldn't pick a last one. There was a couple. There was a bunch of guys that could go there. Well, that's pretty much what I what I anticipate being my top thirty six. Harper dropping. I mean, I can't see taking him in the top two rounds based on what he's done this year. He hasn't been very good. Maybe he goes the bottom around two, the middle around two at the earliest. But I, he's got to go top around three, top middle around three. Just he hasn't been very good. These guys have all been better, except for Judge. And again, Judge's pick is going to depend on where he finishes up. I think he's going to, I mean, if he goes on a tear the last six weeks here, he may push back up in the middle or top around two. But if he keeps stinking, it's top around three, bottom around three. And really, him and, him and Harper could flip and flop. Uh, I just can't see him going any higher than that. Unfortunately, there's just, these infielders just dominating. And once they start going, you're going to want to get into that run. Because if you miss out on a great infielder, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be left because everybody else is gonna have a, a great great outfielder. Everybody else is gonna have an MVP candidate in the middle infield or the corners. You know, and you're gonna be out. So, I think it's gonna be infield heavy. And let me see round three here real quick. 
LeMahieu, I think, ascended to 34th. He could bounce down to round four, maybe, but, man, he's having such a great year. Bueller, I think, makes that step to start filling up that second tier of pitchers just behind the aces, like Bueller and, uh, and Cole. But Cole, with his high strikeout numbers, he's got to be a, a round ahead of Bueller. I think Bueller's got to be a round behind Sale and DeGrom. I think uh, Vlad Jr., it depends on how he finishes, but he's been doing pretty well since the All-Star break. And I think he's going to have a lot of hype behind him. I mean, he was like, like a top five or six rounder before he got hurt in spring training last year. I remember, I think I took him in like the fifth round in my first draft. Um, so yeah, so he's going to be a hot commodity. He might even go in the second. I can't see him going in the first, but I could see him going in the middle of the second round. I mean, he just doesn't have the speed that Tatis Jr. offers. That's why I put him up there, and he doesn't have the uh, you know 50 homer potential of Alonzo, in my opinion. I mean, help Vlad could hit 40, but Pete Alonzo was with his with his elite elite power. He's got to be you know around at least around ahead of Vlad Jr. I think Rizzo's have having really really a great year. Chris Bryant's having a solid year. He could go top third. Depending on where you want your third base to be, but I don't think he's going ahead of Rendon. Not in my opinion. Rendon's having a way better year than Bryant. Uh, same with uh, same with Rafael Devers. They have to go ahead. Same with Baez. So those are my my three rounds. Again, first three picks: Trout, Acuna, Yelich. And really, if I'm number one, I'm gonna have a tough I'm gonna have a tough call. You know, you're taking Acuna, but man, who knows? Maybe he hits third next year. Maybe he hits second and doesn't run. Who knows? I, you know, I, and Trout, he also hasn't been running that much this year. But you know what you're getting with Trout. You're getting a Hall of Famer in his prime. So I think I'm taking Trout at one, prob- most likely. Again, it, I'm not going to know until I'm on the clock, you know, until it starts ticking down. And you'll hear me drafting and not knowing what to do. <laughs> so I'm sure that's going to happen next year. Uh, all right, so there you go. Top three rounds, Average Joe's Podcast with Steve Nordyke. Uh Brought to you by nobody because I have no sponsors. Let's talk about some ads. Actually, let's talk about, uh, yeah, talk about ads first, then we'll go to the good, bad, and Nevado. Some of the ads I'm looking at uh, for the next week or two to help your teams out. Uh, Scott Kingery, uh, Francisco Mejia at catcher, Derek Law, who could be uh, a really nice source of, of saves down the stretch if, uh, if my man Giles can't get back on the mound. Ian Happ, Cal Quantrill, depending on the matchup. J.D. Davis, if he's still available. Uh, Ursula and Tuckman from the Yankees. I got Ursula on one team. And let me tell you, Gio's been crushing for me. Uh, Luke. What the hell's Luke? Luke who? Luke. What's his name? For the Braves? Luke Jackson. Jeez. Luke Jackson or Mark Melanson for, uh, you know, for the Braves for saves. I mean, the Melanson was given the job after Shane Green just completely exploded. And then uh, Melanson completely exploded. And Luke Jackson came in and got the save, was it Sunday, and gave up a couple hits, three hits. So I still think Melanson's the guy, but you might want to, if you're behind or need saves, you could, uh, you know, you could do worse. <laughs> you could do worse prospecting than those guys. Pedro Strop again, uh, for also for saves, if you're looking for saves. Uh, Aaron Savali's got a tough matchup in New York, but you could grab him and stash him. He looks like uh, the real deal coming moving forward. Dustin May as well. He looks like he can be in the rotation the rest of the year. If he's available, grab him and stash him. Denelson Lamette for San Diego. High strikeouts, elite strikeouts. And depending on the matchups, could really have a nice finish to the season. And Alex Woods, Steven Matz, Johnny Cueto, also uh, good possible pickups. I mean, Johnny Cueto is coming back. And, 
you know, he could completely flame out or he could help you down the stretch, you know, be, a, be like a Jeff Samarja, putting in some decent numbers and help you win these categories head to head or help you uh, move up in the Roto Leagues. Real quick, head to head, moving forward, you got to make sure that you're, uh, make sure that you're filling out your lineups every day. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. Hopefully you guys remembered. Clock in about five or six o'clock before the game start at seven. Get out anybody that's not playing. Put any put in anybody that is. You got to make sure that you're not giving away games, especially you know, the, same, the same is true really in roto. Get in five or six o'clock. Anybody who's not playing, get them out. You don't have to put anybody in there, but you have to get these guys out who aren't scheduled to play. Because the last thing you want is a eighth inning pinch hit, zero for one that costs you a game. You know, you're using one at bat and it's costing you potentially four or five. So get those guys out that aren't active. You don't want to leave them in there. Head to head, if you don't have anybody to put in, you leave them in there. You'll take that one pinch hit. It's better than zero. But in Roto, you don't want to do that. You don't want to burn them up. Let's talk about the good, the bad, and the vado here. The good, Jose Altuve, Anthony Rendon, Tatis Jr., Solar from Kansas City, Ronald Acuna, Aristides Aquino, who probably isn't available in your leagues anymore because he has just been destroying it. Uh, Jose LeClerc's been getting saves. Zach Gallon's been really good. Lucas Giolito and Mike Clevenger all doing pretty pretty well. Giolito, actually, I faced him in my head-to-head league that I got uh, defeated last week. He didn't uh, he didn't stink, which is unfortunate because if he had, I might have won. Uh, the bad Mike Fultonavich, who you know, I'm still I'm still not giving up on him. If you have him and you can afford to keep him on the bench, then go ahead and stash him. He's got upside, but he hasn't been very good in his starts. Christian Yelich is on the bad because he's been hurt. Uh, Roberto Osuna has not been great the last couple weeks. Neither has Kyle Hendricks or Marcus Stroman. I wouldn't give up on them yet, but they haven't been uh, they haven't been Jacob Degrom. And the Votto list: Nelson Cruz because he uh, tore his ligament in his wrist. Shane Green because he's had a spectacular meltdown. Mark Melanson because he also just had one appearance, but he completely blew up. Fran Mill Reyes, who hasn't hit a lick since he's been traded over to Cleveland. And Matt Boyd, who uh, Chris traded for and keeps getting pounded. So that's our good, bad, Novato. Brought to you here on the uh, Average Joe's Podcast by Steve Nordyke. And that's the last time I'll do that because I think that's about as annoying as you can get. I mean, do you really have to do that every three or four minutes? I mean, I'd give me a break. Come on. Really? I know what I'm listening to. You don't got to mention it. All the radios say it. You know, ESPN Radio tells the name of the show. You don't got to keep saying it every three or four minutes. It's it's Sirius XM. It's not on your mom and pop, mom and dad's wooden wooden uh, Victrola in the middle of the living room. I don't know. That's just me. It bothers the hell out of me. So that's what we got for today. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody liked that little uh, projection for next year. I thought that was pretty fun to do. And uh, hopefully, you guys made some good trades. Send me some. If you made some, want to talk about them? Let me know. Anything else? Anything else you need? Let me know. AVG Joe's Fantasy at Yahoo.com. AVG Joe's Fantasy at Yahoo.com. Thanks for joining us. Good luck. Oh, rate us on iTunes. It's a it's a it's a big deal. So you go and you see the little podcast name and it says rate. You rate it. You know, you put however many stars you want to put on there. And uh, it, it means a lot to us. It helps us uh, helps us grow. Helps this little little community of Joe's grow. So maybe one day when I hit the big time. I can mention this show every three or four minutes and drive everybody crazy, just like Will Kane does. And uh, there we have it. Thanks. Average Joe's out.